The Respect the Hustle podcast is brought to you by TJE Communications, a digital marketing and public relations agency with the mission to empower and educate small women-owned businesses by equipping them with the digital solutions to level the playing field between themselves and large corporations. Hey, everybody. Thanks again for tuning in to the Respect the Hustle podcast. I am here with Ask Ashley, and we have an interesting topic today. We're talking about motherhood and how that may um, impact or actually improve the journey to building your brand or business. So, Ashley, if you could just tell us about your background and your brand and everything that you have going on. Okay. Well, hello, hello, everyone. My name is Ask Ashley. I'm an advice columnist, um, as well as a red carpet event correspondent. I host events. Um, I don't know what else you can think of. Media personality. Let's just put it all under that realm. Yeah, I see you everywhere all the time. You're always on the move. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I keep myself busy. I definitely keep myself busy. Yes. So let's talk about our kids for a moment. So I had, well, my daughter will actually be two June 30th. Um, and she has a lot of personality for a little person. (laughs) So uh, talk to us about your kids, their age, their personality, just kind of what they're like. Okay, so <laughs> I find it so strange that I have kids. Like, I never really, <laughs> never really thought I was gonna be like Same. this kind of mom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, I have a 12 year old daughter who is like my. I know everybody says that you know their daughter is like their mini me, but like she is legitimately me. Yeah. In a 12 year old body. Um, mm-hmm. and then I have a son who'll be 11 next month and he is just the sweetest freaking thing that I I, I can't even believe he came from me to be honest <laughs> with you um, <laughs> but they're really smart they're both really intelligent they're both really self um, um, self-sufficient they're both independent and I hate to even say that at their ages but they had to be mm-hmm. because I raised them to be I'm a single mom yeah um, so with me starting a brand and a business uh, it was kind of like, okay, I need you to learn how to do these things because I have to allocate some of my time elsewhere. Yeah. And I know that sucks when you're a mom, mm-hmm. especially when you're the mom and you know, you're know you like that primary parent, mm-hmm. but that's the reality of the world that we live in. So we both, yeah. you know, we are, we all had to adjust. Yeah, definitely. I'm also a single mom, so completely um, can relate to that as well. And um, I guess just to kind of skip around here, Um, one thing I wanted to ask you about, which I still struggle with all the time is just feeling so guilty for having time away and trying to build my business. I don't know if that's something that you have experienced or still experience and how have you overcome that? If so, you know what, what I'll say is I have experienced it. Mm -hmm. I experience it all the time. Before I started my brand, I was the soccer mom, the cheerleading coach mom, the president of the PTA mom. Mm -hmm. I was at the school all the time. There was nothing that my children were involved in that you did not see me give 110 percent, you know, of -hmm. of commitment to. Um, Now with starting my brand, it's a lot that I've had to take away from them when it comes to me because I also have to you know my brand and and my business is my baby as well yeah so there are difficult times where I feel guilty there Mm -hmm. are also people in your life that I'll just say that will also make you feel guilty about the time that you spend away from your children yeah 
Um, my advice or suggestion would be, and I know it may be a little difficult for you because your baby will be too soon. Yeah. Um, but actually, I think it may be a little bit more helpful or easier for you because she'll be she'll adapt like she'll already be acclimated to this this lifestyle of you being such a busy woman. Yeah. Um, with my children, they had like their first six, seven years, six, seven, maybe even eight years with me just fully committed to them and what they wanted to do. Yeah. Um, my suggestion and my advice is to be very open, be very open, very honest, very truthful, very candid with your children, mm-hmm. um, you know, and just set boundaries and set rules for all of you to be able to work together. Yeah. Um, with my children, it's like, if I'm working and it's an emergency, call me. Yeah. I will stop what I'm doing. Yeah. It does not matter. Call me. Yeah. But if it's not an emergency and you two are just arguing because somebody got the bigger piece of pizza, do not pick up that phone and call me. <laughs> Figure it out. Right. You know, um, and then there are time, you know, time is a huge, huge issue. You know, when you have your own brand or your own business, like there are countless hours that you are investing in your brand. There's never really a free moment. Right. You have to learn how to create a free moment for not only for yourself, but for your family and for your children. Um, there are certain days out of the week that my daughter gets all of my time. I don't care if she wants her toes painted, she wants to watch a movie, she wants me to play in her hair, she wants to practice volleyball bumping, setting, spiking, whatever. This is her time. Yeah. My phone's not in my hand. My laptop's not in front of me. I'm not taking calls. It's her time. Same yeah. thing goes for my son. Um, so you just have to make sure that you keep that time set aside for them Mm -hmm. and then make sure that you're just open and honest because the reality of it is, is we live in a world that is, let's be, let's, let's just be real. Like we live in a world that's designed for us to fail. That is set up completely against us. It is so important for our children to see our hustle. Right. It's so important for them to see how hard we work and how hard we have to bust our butts to get to where we are. Because unfortunately, one day they're going to also have to experience that. <laughs> yeah. You know, she's so cute. <laughs> yeah, she's here in the background now. And nope, she, just keep working. she's just really keep working, <laughs> she's really good about if she wants my attention, she will take my phone out of my hand and be like, oh, no, yeah. like. Uh, you need to pay attention to me. <laughs> and because you know what, and because I'm so open and honest with my children, yeah, that my daughter, she reciprocates that. Yeah, so if there's a problem. She's gonna like shoot me a text and be like, "Mom, we need to talk." Yeah, like I feel this way about this. You know, you dismissed me when I was trying to talk about this, right. and then I'll have to retract my, you know, retract my steps and say, "Okay, baby, what did I do wrong? Let's yeah. talk about it. Like, help me out." You know, we, we, we were raised in this because I said so era. Mm-hmm. It's yes. not like that with these kids. Yeah. Because I said so is not good enough. Right. You have to sit down and have a real open communication with these kids. And I think it's really important that that communication is enforced. Yeah. Because then when they get older, they will also know how to communicate without coming off as aggressive or angry or unreasonable because they don't know how to communicate. Right. So we can literally sit down and have it out in a respectful manner because I'm still her mom and she's my child. Right. But she can also come off and tell me how she feels. Right. Respectfully. Yeah, definitely. And I think too, just, you know, going into that, that's something that I try to do now, even when we're just, you know, having a conversation, even though she is only two, maybe she doesn't understand me, but I try to tell her like, no, I don't want you to do that. 
because of this reason. And yeah. I don't, you know, so I've had some people tell me like, well, you're, she's going to get spoiled, you know, by doing that. So I'm sure people have told you that too. Do you respectfully respond or do you just kind of ignore them and keep parenting how you I parent? mean, when people are trying to tell you what to do about your child, right. if these are people that you are close enough to in your life where they're not, you know that they're talking to you because they care about you and they love you and it's not because they're talking to you and talking at you just because they want to right. they want to make you feel miserable then yes I respectfully understand and I respectfully accept what it is that they're saying but ultimately I'm the mom yeah, and it's my life and it's my children's lives and we have to figure it out as we go Yes, right. we can learn from other people's mistakes sometimes, but sometimes it's necessary for us to kind of go along our own path Yeah, because our path may be different from someone else's. Right. You know, I've had people tell me all the time, you know, um, like, I'm going to put it out there. When my children were little, they got whoopings. Yeah. Period. Like, yeah. They got whoopings. You know what I mean? They weren't getting beatings. Let me clear that up. They didn't right. get beatings. They got whoopings. Well, my mom used to tell me all the time, oh, my God, I can't believe that you just whipped her. Why did you just whip her? And it's just like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, I, I was, you were still trying to whip me at, like, 15. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But because of the way that I punished my kids at a younger age, I don't have to deal with certain things at this age now. Yeah. There are certain things that I don't have to deal with at this age now. Right. Because of how I... You know, of how I punished them when they were younger. Yeah. Now, again, I have a 12-year-old and a soon-to-be 11-year-old. I don't know who they're going to be at 15. I don't right. know who they're going to be at 14. But I do know that they're going to be respectful. And I do know that they're going to respect me and respect my word. Yeah. Definitely. So, yeah, you can you can always accept somebody's advice. People accept advice all the time. But it's really just about what you feel like is best and if you make the wrong decision guess what that's life we make wrong decisions all the time yeah. fall down get back up try it again try something different right as long as you don't give up you're still winning so yeah definitely and i remember from a conversation that we had you talked about how you and your daughter have these very real transparent conversations so um for those moms out there who may want to have that kind of relationship or are struggling with that what are some things that you and your daughter do to kind of foster that transparency and communication one of the things that we really like to do that's really easy for her it's also a little easy for me but I'm, I'm grown you know yeah. what I'm saying so I can have uncomfortable conversations face to face whether I want to or not right but for her it's a little bit more different you know she's a little more reserved in that area mm -hmm. so she will text me a lot or she will write down in a journal that we share oh wow um, that's cool a lot so yeah you 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 definitely want to leave the the lines of communication open and communication is face-to-face -face conversation telephone conversation text message email journaling like whatever yeah. so we do have a mutual like mommy daughter journal where if I've done something that upset her, upsets her and she feels like she can't tell me how it feels without coming off disrespectfully, yeah. she'll write it down and give yeah. it to me or leave it on my bed and be like, mom, can you just read this later? And then I'll ask her, hey, do you want to talk about this face to face? She'll say no. I'll write back. End of discussion. The next day we're fine. Wow. Um, That's really cool. There are, yeah, there are certain conversations that she doesn't want to have that I'm like, it's too bad. You're going to middle school. So we're going to talk about sex because yeah. people are crazy these days. <laughs> yeah. You know, and she's like, I'm not ready. I understand that. But at the same time, I have to prepare you for the things that you're not ready for. Yeah. 
And I can't let some other 12 year old who thinks that they know more about sex than your mom right. tell you about sex. You know what I mean? Exactly. I have to be the one to, to, to plant that seed and help nurture it the right way. Yeah. Um, so I would definitely recommend maybe a journal. I would recommend leaving that line of communication open to even if it's text messaging. Yeah. Um, because sometimes text can come off wrong, but then sometimes like I'll never forget this time. And I'll make it really quick. This time my daughter was really upset because I kept telling her to take these pants off. Mm -hmm. I'm like, take off the pants. And she felt like that I was being rude by telling her to take the pants off in the manner that I told her because my sister was around. Yeah. And she texts me and she's like, I didn't appreciate the way you came for me. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Did you just say I came for you? Right. Like, you know what I mean? But that that like that's their open line of communication you know what I mean yeah. so she knows to be respectful to me right but at the same time she still got off like mom I just didn't like the way like I didn't like your approach yeah is what she's basically saying I didn't like your approach I didn't like the way that you told me to take my pants off right so I would definitely like I said I would just leave that line of communication open all the time yeah keep in mind too these little girls they can be very disrespectful they can be very attitudish yes <laughs> um you know what i'm saying <laughs> patience is a virtue mm -hmm. but mama didn't raise no fool and mama's not raising a fool right. so don't ever be afraid to put your baby girl or baby boy in their place because ultimately you are still the parent right don't ever back down from the position of being the parent right you know what I mean? Sometimes I feel like we as parents make that, um, make the wrong decision to be their child's friend. Yeah. I'm not my daughter's friend. I'm her mom. Yeah. I hold more weight than any friend, any best friend ever will. I'm yeah. your mom. I'm not your friend. And I make that very clear. But because I'm your mom, I need you to know that you can come and talk to me about anything. And when they do talk to us, listen. Yeah. Listen is like listening is just as important as the you can't even communicate with someone without listening. Yeah. Hearing and listening two totally different things. Listen to what it is that they're saying. Um, last year, I did a anti um, bullying kind of campaign mm -hmm. for suicide prevention mm -hmm. with a young man. Um, he actually just graduated from high school this year and I asked him, I said, what is the biggest, like, what's the biggest thing? How can we as parents get through to you all? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we're trying to tell you like it, it, what you're feeling right now, this despair, this hurt, this, this, this depression, it's not going to last forever. How can we get through to you all? Yeah. And he said, that's the problem. You guys keep trying to get through to us and you're not listening. Mm. So I would definitely recommend listening. Like I listen to my daughter a lot more now. Yeah. Um, I think it's done wonders for our relationship, but we'll see when she's a teenager and you can ask me this question again yeah. and I'll let you know whether or not I've had to knock her head off. Right. So, <laughs> so you are also, like you mentioned, raising a son and we are in a, well, I kind of struggle to think if we are really in this crazy era or if now that we have cameras in our back pocket we're just able to see it more but with that you know have you had I'm sure you have had these conversations with your son and how do you talk to him about this kind of stuff and kind of prepare him for what's out there 
You know, raising my son is probably the hardest thing in my life I'll ever have to do. Yeah. Raising my daughter is easier. Yeah, let me say easier. Yeah. It's not easy. Yeah. But raising my son is harder because I'm not a man. Mm -hmm. And I don't know anything about being a man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, So I can only raise him to what I think a man should be and a man should encompass. Mm -hmm. But it's very difficult because he's trying to find his footing. And I can't help him find that because yeah. I don't know where to start. Yeah. Um, however, I encourage my son to be the best at whatever it is that he puts his mind to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I make sure that my daughter knows that respecting my son is major yeah. because that's going to be a grown man one day. Mm-hmm. And you are going to need that grown man one day, whether you want to believe it or not, yeah. just like he'll need you. Um, but with my son, I'm again, I'm very open. I'm very honest. Um, you know, I've had the Trayvon Martin conversations with my son. Mm-hmm. I've had the you have to be presentable in this manner and look this way, because if not, they will fear you. Mm-hmm. They already fear you because of the color of your skin. But if you walk around with this collared button up versus this hoodie they may fear you slightly less I've had these conversations and like I said my baby is 10 Mm. and he's already aware Um, it's very sad it's very unfortunate but one of the things that I would encourage single mothers to do of sons when my children's father lets them down or disappoints them in some kind of way Mm -hmm. I remind my son how he feels right now and to never do that to his child, mm, yeah. to never do that to someone else's child, to never make someone else's child feel as bad as you feel right now yeah. or as sad as you feel right now. And usually he it helps him because then he wants to convince me of how great he's going to be. Yeah. So then we stop <laughs> focusing on what his dad didn't do anyway. Yeah. Um, so, again, open, com- open communication, honest communication. Um, and just you have to you have to speak life into into your kids, but especially our young men mm-hmm. like the sisters. We killing it. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? My daughter, she's very independent. She's very strong minded. Mm-hmm. Again, she's me. Yeah. My son, however, is a little lost. Yeah. So I have to repeatedly like speak life into him. Um, a good friend of mine, Dakisha Bryant, she is the CEO of Reflections of Greatness here in Cincinnati. She um, always tells me about positive affirmations. Mm-hmm. So I came up with um, five to seven positive affirmations for my son to say every day. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you get up and say it before you get out the bed, as you're brushing your teeth, before you get back in the bed, when you get out of my car to go to school. But I need to hear you say that. Yeah, because if we continue to speak life into our kids and then teach them how to speak life into them, they'll have an easier. They'll have an easier time adjusting and managing themselves in this world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I I, I make my son say positive affirmations. I'm open and honest with him. I don't sugarcoat with him. I let him know that, baby, you are feared. Yeah. You are feared and you are one of the sweetest people I've ever met. Yeah. My son doesn't even like to play football because he doesn't like the idea of pushing somebody else's child on the ground. Wow. So just again, I have to I have to reiterate communication, openness, honesty and uh, just being real. Like, yeah. you know, um, 
again, we were raised in the I told you so era. We were also raised in the stay out of grown folks business era. (laughs) That is not the era that we need to be in anymore. Like my son and my daughter. Oh, baby, you gonna know why this bill need to get paid and you can't get what you want. <laughs> right. Like you're gonna you're gonna sit down and work the finances out with me. Right. How about that? Balance this checkbook with me. How about that? Right. Look at this bill and see this interest and let me let me tell you how this works. Yeah. Because they have to be prepared. They are so desensitized by everything else in the world, by the electronics, the cell phones, the games, the the the, the video games, the games on the phone, what's on TV, yeah. everything that's thrown in their way. And then you get to school and you got the bullying and the trying to fit in and just the typical things that we kind of grew up with, but on a much larger scale, like they've become so desensitized to so many things. Like yeah. we have to make sure that they still remain human and humble, right. but then also become totally and utterly like prepared for what they're going to face when we're not looking. Right. Cause I mean, for me growing up for the most part, you know, the internet and like my, I was on like MySpace, maybe like the beginning of high school, mm-hmm. but for the most part, it wasn't very popular. So if there were things going on in school, when you came home, that was your opportunity and time to shut it all out. Yeah. But now it's 24 seven. It is 24-7. I have to tell my daughter, like, okay, give me your phone. Yeah. She's like, why? I mean, I just, I need you to be off of it for a minute. Yeah. I need you to, like, snap back into reality. I need you to be here where reality is. Yeah. You know? Um, And I've even taught myself as an adult now, you know, seeing all these stories of, you know, these unarmed children even, you know, being killed where I kind of just shut down. And if I saw it, I'd just be like, okay, scroll, scroll. It's like even us as adults are starting to get desensitized to this stuff. And I had to snap back out of it. Like you can't just like scroll past it because you're tired of seeing it. You know what I mean? It's it's Mm -hmm. hard. Can't even imagine what it would be like to be in middle school right now. Like we used to be, we used to really like, strive to change the world yeah you know what I mean yeah and we've become accustomed to just strive to change myself yeah strive to change my life Mm -hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that because it's going to take you to make sure that you're right in order to change the world yeah but it's it's something has happened where that disconnect of change myself so that I can change the world. Now it's just me, 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 me. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at social media. Look at what I did. Look at what I ate. Look at what I bought. Look at what my man got me. Look yeah. at where my kids going. Look at what their accomplishments are. Like it's all me, me, me. Yeah. And we have to make sure that we do our part to make sure that our kids don't end up like that. Yeah, definitely. So I always have people say to me all the time, how do you do it? I don't know how you do this, this, and that. Can we please tell these people, like, the reality? Like, I'm the actually reality not doing is, it, and with I'm the grace out. of God, I can do nothing. <laughs> yes. The reality is, like, um, it's not possible unless you believe. And I'm not and, – and, and, I'm not going to get into what religion people believe in or who's right, who's wrong. Mm -hmm. I could care less about any of that. What I know is that there is a higher power other than me Mm -hmm. and that higher power created me to be amazing. So I tap into that so that I can be amazing. Mm -hmm. Am I a superhero? Yes, I am. (laughs) 
do I have weaknesses? Do I have things that, you know, I have my own kryptonite? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But I I just keep pushing. I just keep pushing with the idea that I can. I keep pushing with the thought process that I will. I keep pushing with the thought process that I must. And eventually I can, I do, I will. And I've done it. Yeah. And before I blink, it's like, oh, I was doing that. Like before, um, let me think before the last couple months or no, I'm sorry, before the last couple years, I was just single mom. You know, like I said, I coached cheerleading. I was a PTA mom, worked a full-time job, was in school, taking care of my kids. I was doing it. Yeah. Now, same thing. Similarly, you know, mm-hmm. I'm a brand ambassador. I'm a plus size model. I'm an advice mm-hmm. columnist. I'm a media personality. I'm hosting this show. I'm hosting that show. I'm walking in this show. I'm walking in that show. Mm-hmm. But I'm also taking care of my kids. And I also coach my daughter's volleyball team. And I also coach the cheerleading team that she's going to next year. Like, yeah. I don't know how I do it. But I do know that with the grace of God and the inner power and the inner greatness that I was built with, yeah. I tap into that and I just go. Yeah. So they want to ask how you do it. Tell them tap in. Yeah. Like just tap in there. I don't mm-hmm. care if you got to sit up in the morning and meditate and convince yourself that you are bomb and you have it. Like that you today I'm going to be amazing. Today I'm going to kill it. Right. And then go out there and be amazing and kill it. Right. Every day. Even with us today, you know, we had an original scheduled time. We both had these mom things come up that we had to yeah. do. And that's just the reality of the situation. I mean, like you said, I pray hard all the time. Like, look, I don't know how it's going to get done, but I know you're going to help me get it done. Mm -hmm. So, amen. So, I'm just going to keep going until we get it done. Exactly. (laughs) My my really, really good friend, Michaela, she is hilarious, right? She she had this issue. um, And she had made a joke about discrepancies. Mm -hmm. And she said, I'm rebuking discrepancies all 2018. Like, that was hilarious at the time. But now... Like I have legitimately like made that a part of my, my thought process. Yeah. I am rebuking any discrepancies. I'm rebuking any excuses, mm-hmm. anything to stand in my way yeah. of where I'm trying to go. And once you have that thought process, once you believe that you cannot be stopped, regardless of the outcome, once you can see above that and rise above that, mm-hmm. there is nothing that you cannot do. Yeah. A lot of people need to realize they need to get out of their own way. Get mm-hmm. out of your own way. Yeah. Nobody is stopping you but you. Nobody's telling you that you're that this is impossible but you. And if they are telling you this, that it's impossible, then it might be time to reevaluate the people around you. Mm-hmm. You know what they say. If you can't change the people around you, change the people around you. Mm-hmm. So, I... All discrepancies, all excuses, rebuked. Yes, I agree. So many people, you know, when they say that, they're like, I just don't have time to, like, you have the time. You're just allocating your time. To oh, you know stuff. what I love to say when people say that? Mm-hmm. I seen a meme. It was hilarious, but I believed it the first time I seen it. It said Beyonce got the same 24 hours in the day that you have. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So if you say you don't have the time, baby, that means you need to wake up a little earlier or you need to go to bed a little later. Exactly. Or something that I did, I was like that faithful person every Monday at 8 o'clock p.m. I was sitting down in front of my TV ready for loving hip hop or basketball wives to come on. I had to cut cut that that cable. I cut. I don't even have cable anymore. Love and hip hop and basketball wives are not going to get you to where you need to go. Exactly. 
Now, unless your podcast surrounds around that particular topic mm-hmm. or your talk show or whatever it is that you're doing or yep. you're writing an article and blogging about those kinds of things, yep. I'm going to need you to tune into something else. Yep. Tune into you. Mm-hmm. Stop tuning in to, to, to TV. Yeah. TV okay. is the devil. Yeah, I, I cut it, girl. I TV think. is not your <laughs> I got friend. rid of it. <laughs> TV is not your friend. I would, I would get caught up binge watching so many shows oh, yeah. that three days would go by, and I'd be like, "What in the world?" Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't get anything done off my list. Nothing. With a laptop right, in, right there in my face <laughs> right. on the same screen. Right. <laughs> so, with your business, are your kids involved at all? Do they kind of help you out with anything? Um, certain areas of my business, they do, mm-hmm. um, with Ask Ashley, they don't as much, but I am also the, um, social media manager for the greater Cincinnati association of black journalists. Okay. And so when there are, um, events that we do and they need helping hands, I'll bring my kids. Oh, nice. I'll be like, okay, I need you guys to help out. Yeah. Um, I think it's really important for them to see me work. Yeah. Um, there was a mommy and me luncheon for ladies of leadership, um, mm-hmm. on May 20th. Yeah. Um, my daughter hosted it with me. Nice. Um, she absolutely loved it. I guess I'll um, from that, actually. Yeah, yeah, so there are certain areas of my business that I will allow my daughter and my son to come out and to help. Um, and just and, and it's really just, A, I want you guys to get out of the house. Yeah. B, I want you guys to see me working. But C, I want you guys to start experiencing things a little differently. Mm-hmm. And I want you guys to get into the habit of being in service. Yeah. When you are in service of others, you really are winning. Mm-hmm. You really are winning. When you put yourself on the line to be in service of other people, it will not only help them, but it will essentially it'll help you too. it'll make you rise to the occasion. So I I want them to see that and I want them to be in that kind of environment and I want them to be around people that that hustle like I do. Yeah. I don't want them to be involved with the the, the street kid that doesn't have the right direction or the right guidance in their lives. Um. I want them to be surrounded around people that are helping me to be great, pushing me to be great so that I can push them to be great, but that they can also push to be great too. Right. Yeah, I agree. So you kind of already said this, but maybe to sum it up, what do you hope your children will take away from seeing you build your brand and build your business while also taking care of your family? Well, my daughter, she wants to have her own um, cafe. Oh, cool. She wants to be a chef and she wants to have her own little cafe that makes like sandwiches, homemade sandwiches and soups and pastries. So for me to be an entrepreneur and for her to see it up close is very important. So I expect her to take away the endless time and effort that I put into my business. Um, And I expect her to take away the devotion and not giving up. I want her to see that, you know, mom's had some bad months where Mm -hmm. people didn't call me for gigs and, you know, nobody watched my show, nobody tuned in and things like that. And then I've had amazing months where I was busy every single weekend and I've had over 5,000, 7,000 views on a show or something like that. So I just want them to see the persistence and the perseverance and not giving up. Um, For my son, who (laughs) is, that's just my baby. He, doesn't quite know yet what he wants to do. He changes his mind every five minutes, mm-hmm. which is fine. Yeah. He's got a little bit of time to figure it out. But yeah. what he does tells me um, 
regularly is that he will have a wife and three kids and his wife and his three kids will uh, be the ones to hang out with me when I'm bored because he will be too busy working. (laughs) (laughs) So um, what I hope to show him is that balance that yes, you may be too busy to work, but you also have to keep in mind that family is important. Um, I think people have a different version or everybody's, everybody's vision and definition of success is different. Mm -hmm. Um, To me, success is not the degree. It's not the job. It's not the big career. It's not that, although Mm -hmm. those things are very important, Mm -hmm. but to me, success is the legacy that I leave. So how I raised my children, the, 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 the way that I impacted other people's children, um, the way that I gave back to the community, the impact that I leave on the community. That's my that's my vision of success. Yeah. So if I can get my son to understand that, yes, you can go out and find an amazing job and work hard and work for somebody else or work for yourself. Mm-hmm. You also have to make sure that you are equally putting the same effort into your family and your legacy yeah. so that you are essentially successful at life. Yeah, I agree. Well, thank you so much for your time and your insight. No problem. Thank you. I'm so excited. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Like, you really are doing an amazing job. I'm I'm super proud of you. I'm really, really excited that you asked me to be on. So this was great. And I love that you I love the fact that your daughter was like in your face the whole time. Oh yeah. Can you hear her in the background? (laughs) So this is the reality people. Mom life. Thanks again, Ashley, for joining us today. Day and we definitely have to have you back there oh I would love it yes. I would love it you know I can talk girl you know I can talk all day long. <laughs> thanks everyone for tuning in once again to the respect the hustle podcast and I will talk to you guys next week